Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we take a break from our study of Ephesians. Currently, there are about 250 nations in the world. There are something like 7,000 languages spoken in the world today. There are no different colors of people. The only thing that determines color of skin is how much of a pigment called melanin a person has. We are all shades of the same color. The amount of melanin your body makes depends on your genes. This week, we will study the book of Genesis to examine the early history of the human race. Where did the races of people come from? How was the earth repopulated after the flood? Where did the variety of languages come from? It was all set in motion between the flood and the time of Abraham. Please listen to Pastor Harris as he takes us through biblical history in today's slice of this week's message entitled, Meet Your Ancestors. You were born when you were born and where you were born and to the parents you were born to, not by chance, but by the will of God. The nations are arranged exactly as God wants the nations arranged right now. Even the ones that are fighting with their neighbors about where the border ought to be. Even the ones that are going through a rebellion. God arranges this all and He has done it using sinful people to do it. The point is, God is in charge of all of this. Now, something else to observe here. Intermingled with this explanation of where the people were scattered and who they were, God explains why they scattered so fast and so suddenly. That's in chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. That's the interlude that explains how this scattering was accomplished through the confusion of languages. And we'll mention that again later. Understand also, all the nations of the earth as we now know them come from the three sons of Noah and their wives. Ultimately, yeah, we all came from Adam and Eve. But when you receive your packet uh, from uh, Ancestry.com, and you start checking this back, and you find out I'm a, I'm a Hamite, or I'm a, I'm a Japhethite, whatever it is, maybe you have to get the premium edition to go back quite that far. Understand, we trace all of our family trees. They're all going to coalesce at a bottleneck at the generation of Noah and his sons, and then back to Adam before that. Now, there are some skeptics who argue that it is impossible that all the varieties of all the races could actually come from one family. And that thinking shows a lack of understanding genetics. Never mind that it's a, re, uh, it's a rejection of God 
as historian and as the author of, of all of these things. I, I love it when Dirk talks to me about the unit he teaches in his middle school science class on genetics. Uh, just, just go ahead, get, get him started. You'll, you'll be here half of the afternoon uh, if you talk to him after church. But if you started with the group of people who were what um, scientists would call middle brown color and you started doing some selective choosing of who breeded with whom, you would get all the diversity that we see today. And it depends on who has more dominant genes breeding with who has more recessive genes. You'd end up where we are today. Most important is recognizing how the separation and the isolation of of groups of people and the resultant selective breeding can work. In Noah and his wife and their sons and their three wives, all the genes that we have since developed into all the people of the world were present in those eight people. Uh, The visible features of those eight who survived the flood uh, have been derived into the distinctive physical features that we tend to identify with what we call races today. You can be absolutely certain the whole human race as we know it got all their DNA from those eight people. Now, the lightest skinned people and the darkest skinned people all came from those eight. Natural variations within genetics, that explains a lot. Isolating groups of people, so you you can only breed with the ones that you can um, be with, that makes a big difference. People isolating through migration and the huge divisions caused by the confusion of languages at Babel, it all led to what we see now. Let me illustrate for you. Um, Suppose we could do a science experiment. Let's go to the um, Westminster Kennel Club, you know, big dog show that they do every year. And let's take the finest male and the finest female of all the breeds that they recognize. I have no idea how many breeds they recognize. We'll we'll get the very best male and the very best female of the the dachshunds and the wolfhounds and and everybody else, okay? We're going to set this up where they're going to be in an enclosed area where they're safe, where there are no predators, where they have... um, all the food that they could want on demand where the, weather is, where the weather is perfect, and we're going to put all those dogs into one confined area, close the gate, lock it, and we're going to come back and check in 100 years. We would not find English bulldogs and Boston terriers and even our precious little schnauzer wouldn't be, wouldn't be identified. You would find... The average, right? Would you find diversity? Well, yeah. You'd still find some bigger and some smaller and some louder and some uh, quieter. But that, if, you, if you take that process in reverse, you understand what's happened since the flood. You, you, you have to selectively cause breeding to get all of the diversity. Understand also, um, God is in charge of not just the physiological aspects of that, but there's the national aspects of it. It's tough to 
produce offspring with people who live in a country that won't let you in. We have about 250 nations in the world today, uh, and among them are people with very diverse physical appearance, a, a spectrum of various shades of skin tones. But would you understand, there are no different colors of people. When we talk about skin color, we don't really mean skin color. What we mean is how much of a shade of skin color a person has. We all have this pigment called melanin, and we are all shades of the same color. Everybody in your skin cells, we all have uh, these cells called melanocytes. They produce melanin. Everybody has the same number of melanocytes, but some people make more melanin. And if you make more melanin, it means you eat more cantaloupe. No, that's not the one. Not that kind of melanin. Melanin. If you have more of it, it tends to make your hair, your skin, and your eyes darker. And the amount of melanin in your body depends upon your genes. Now, us in the uh, melanin-challenged part of the world... We know that we can go out and bake ourselves in the sun, and we can get our melanocytes all excited, and when the pain of the sunburn ends, we can get a little darker for a while, right? And it fades because we're not so good at producing it. And some of our melanin-rich people live in groups of people where they have to, um, they have to be more aware not of skin cancer, but of s- diseases that are derived from vitamin D deficiency because they have so much melanin, they don't absorb as much from the sun. It's all on a spectrum. There's also the division of the languages. Uh, I read this week, we have about 7,000 languages spoken in the world today. That's an even more significant reason for differences and for isolating groups of people. But understand, all this diversity came from Adam and Eve with a big bottleneck at the generations of Noah and his sons. All people are equally and fully human They are capable of physical interrelationships. Anybody that the world says is of different races, they can still marry and mate with any other human being of the opposite sex. They are capable of learning and education. They are capable of spiritual fellowship with their Creator through faith in Christ. They are capable of being um, uh, planted by the Holy Spirit into the, the body of Christ where we enjoy the fellowship of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Now, there are several contradictory theories about the development of the diversity of mankind among anthropologists and sociologists and historians, but there's only one fully reliable record of the true origin of all of the diversity of all the nations and peoples and languages, and it's found here in Genesis 9 through 11. So the question is, do you believe it? Well, I kind of doubt you'd be here this morning if you if you don't believe it, or at least you don't say that you believe it. But do we truly believe it? And I want to suggest to you that, that <laughs> gradually over time, there have been a lot of things said and a lot of things taught that have eroded us around the edges from truly standing on what God says. So 
that's an overview and a few comments, but I want you now to start meeting your ancestors, and we'll start with the Japheth branch of the human family tree. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.